Welcome back to the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlights Show here on Jock. 98.7 ESPN Radio coming to you from post-game pizza in Rogersville. Staying with the baseball theme, we have head coach Justin Snyder and the Clever Blue Jays alongside. And coach, thanks for coming down today. Thanks for having us. Well, we're uh, a week into the season. We're visiting with Coach Lettle just a few minutes ago. Can you remember a, a nicer start to the spring season? The only one that I can remember is probably four years ago. I had a picture on Facebook pop up that had showed that I'd already mowed the grass like four times and we were green, green, green. Um, but no, this is probably as close to the nicest first week that we've had. Uh, but from what KY3 says, Mother Nature may come back this week. Yeah, we're going to pay for it. I yes. Think. But uh, let's talk about the uh, – tell us about the, you know, the season up to this point, just a week into, into yeah. spring season. Uh, we've had six good practices. We got done working out this morning and, and came out here. Uh, we Our numbers are a little bit lower than what they have been in the past, but uh, we've got 19 kids that are very, very committed. Uh, we've had, I think, since my first couple years at Clever, probably the best practice, week of practice that we've had um, in that time period, and the kids are just buying in, committed, and uh, very positive towards each other and towards the program and, and committing to doing you know all the things that we've asked. And It's a lot. Baseball's a tough sport. It's a long sport can be cold sometimes and and uh, it's long days and field work on you know after practices and after games and a lot of people don't like to do that but we have 19 kids that committed to us and and uh, they've done a great job this week not many folks realize the the amount of work that goes into if you have a natural surface yes you know taking care of that facility that's hours and hours uh, not only during practice days but on the weekends yeah and it's it's and I've seen your pictures, you know, online. And you guys have done a tremendous job down there with your facility. Thank you. We we spend a lot of time on it and take a lot of pride in the facility that we have, and feel like it's one of the best natural surfaces, you know, in Southwest Missouri. It's hard to play on. And as a as a former player, I'd much rather play on a natural surface than, you know, But there are benefits to the other. Yes. Um, I mean, I would not cry if we had a turf infield, especially with how much rain's supposed to be coming this week because they're, you know, they're, they're not going to miss any practices and we probably will have to adapt ours. So that's that's the one plus side to having turf is you can, you know, as soon as it's done raining, within 15 minutes be on it and have full practices. And with a natural surface, you know, we're at Mother Nature's will. Visiting with the Clever Blue Jays and head coach Justin Snyder, this segment brought to you by First Independent Bank of Aurora, Missouri. First Independent Bank helping that community and surrounding communities grow by providing affordable home, auto, and commercial loans. Coach, you mentioned you've got 19 players out this yes. season. What uh, what have you got to replace from, from last year's team? And obviously the Blue Jays had a lot of success over the past decade or so, yeah. Final Four visits and things of that nature. What are you having to replace uh, this year on your roster? We graduated five seniors but four starters. Um, probably the two toughest positions to replace for us will be uh, behind the plate with Logan Peebles, who's playing at Mineral Area. Um, his leadership, and I mean, he hit over 500 last year, um, led us in almost every offensive category. And he was a four-year starter um, for us. And then center field, Trace Comer, those two guys I feel like were the two main leaders on the team in the leadership aspect. Um, you know, what they said went, and you want that from your leaders. If they say something and or, or hold kids in check, that's what you want. And uh, 
So from a leadership perspective and just playing perspective and Trace is playing at Drury, um, those two guys are probably the two toughest to replace because they not just you know baseball-wise but outside baseball-wise and leadership-wise. Um, they were kind of the guys that made things go. And then Nathan King started at shortstop. Um, and Hunter Utsler pitched some and played third for us. But, uh, you know, we lost four good players. We have five um, guys coming back that returned to start. And then we've got one who's, um, you know, our number two pitcher, 1A, 1B, really, um, and Zach Garcia. That you know, So we really got six starters. Uh, and, and a lot of guys that played quite a few innings last year. Um, coming back I, I feel really good about where we're at and, and I feel even better that we only have one senior and we'll see these guys for another year too. Kind of handicap your conference with what you know about what they've got coming back and a, a very competitive conference there. Oh it's crazy I mean we we finished I think fifth in the conference last year and won the district we we're the only team that besides Skyline that got out of, got out of a district so um, you know just everyone's going to be good. Stratford's good. Fairgrove's good. Skyline's got a lot coming back. Uh, Stockton has the Wheeler kid who's just really, really good on the mound. Um, you know, Forsyth will always be competitive and good. So there's not an off night in the mid-lakes any night. And this year I think there's probably more parity than the last year. Um, you know, last year I think Fairgrove and Stratford were just a little bit better than everybody else. Um, I mean, they proved it. They finished 1-2, I think, in the conference. Um, you know, be glad not to see Rhett Hill anymore from Fairgrove. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everybody's going to be good. And every night's going to be – I'd love to tell you who I think, you know, might win it. I don't know because it could be a situation where somebody pulls ahead or it could be a situation where the team that wins the conference has two losses in the conference because it's that even this year. And what uh, – as you make that transition from the Swickle – you know, into the Mid Lakes Conference. Uh, what, what have been some of the challenges there? And, and obviously, every sport now, and you're you're getting football. Yes. And that's the reason for that. Yes. Um, what what have been some of the challenges there? I think the biggest challenge is physically. We've gone from playing schools where we were the biggest school or one of the biggest schools with Forsyth, and our kids could get away with not being physically strong um, because we maybe may have been better baseball just baseball wise than that, but. When you move, it's a different style of baseball too. SWCL, I think, is a lot more um, defense and small ball oriented, where the Mid Lakes is a lot more power arms um, and offensive oriented. Uh, and, and you're playing teams, everybody has football, so the kids are bigger and stronger. Um, I remember going to Fairgrove a few years ago, and I looked at my team and I looked at their team, and I thought, I don't have one kid that looks like the smallest kid on their team. and Luckily, this is the, kind of the first year that I've seen a physical transformation of our athletes. Um, last year, you could tell it was starting to happen, but this year, we had a lot of kids commit to the weight room, and a, a lot of our athletes did. And, you know, it's no coincidence that those are the guys that are excelling, you know, at, at the athletic level, you know, switching over to the mid-legs. Those are the guys that are leading the football team, leading the basketball team. And, and leading baseball, and they'll probably be the guys that do the best in track and everything else too. The, the kids that have committed to the weight room, and for the first time in my nine years, really seen a physical transformation of kids in the past year. Now, when this airs on March the 14th, you guys probably will have already taken advantage of your jamboree. Yep. And uh, where and, and uh, when is that? Our jamboree is supposed to be at home next Saturday. 
Uh, we've got Cassville, Dadeville, and Billings. Um, Cassville is kind of our alternative site because they've got a tarp. Um, and they're a little bit of ways away, so what hits us may not hit them and vice versa. But we've, we've always just either done, it's either a Cassville or a Clever, and if we both get rained out, then we move it to the following Monday. But um, they have a tarp, so you know it's a good backup plan to be able to go there. And uh, it, it's been a good jamboree for us. Uh, we don't play any of those teams, and that's kind of what I like about it, is we can do anything that we want to. We can you know use any tool that we need to and all the coaches get along and it's just been a really good jamboree the last i think we've been together for billings came in and took sarcox's place this year but i think this is our fourth or fifth year in a row of having the same same jamboree what uh, as you look at a jamboree what are what do you hope to take out of it this year i'm looking to see who's going to be my number three and number four starter um we have solidified and have a great number one and number two but you know you've got to have pitching depth I've got to figure out who three, four are. I know who probably my top two relief arms are. Got to find another relief arm. I'd like to go into the season with how jam-packed our season is and how many games that we play right off the bat of, you know, having anywhere from eight to nine guys that I can rely on to get a couple innings from, uh, you know, usually four starters and four relievers. Um, and then our batting order. I know one through four, one through five is going to be really good what is six through nine going to do for us um we do have to replace guys that hit you know logan hit over 500 traces right around four and um the other two guys were sitting right on the 300 marks we've got a lot of a little bit to replace towards the end but um in our two scrimmages this year that we've had we've had some really really good at bats by some kids that will be hitting in that you know those spots in the order and and I, I think that those pieces will come together and next week hopefully give us a little bit better idea who's going to fill those roles. We've got uh, several players here alongside. We've got one right here to talk about the, this young man. This is Blaze Akins. He is our only senior. Um, Blaze has been a four-year starter for us. Came in, he has played, possibly might leave playing every position but catcher. Um, uh, you know, in his high school career, he started in – Came in and played second base as a freshman. We moved him to third base as a sophomore. And then last year he played a lot of left field. This year he's probably going to play a lot in the outfield and then uh, get a little bit of time at third base, possibly second base as well uh, when some guys pitching. And, he, you know, he's battling, one of those guys battling for that 3-4 spot in the pitching rotation as well. Blaze, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. What's, uh, what's been the biggest challenge? Of playing all those positions, what's what's been the toughest one to learn? Um, probably left field, I'd say. I mean, it's not much of a. I mean, it's kind of more simplistic. But outfield, you know, there's different aspects of what you're looking for on the infield. Infield, you're just kind of trying to stay quick and inside and on the ball. Uh, outfield, kind of ground balls. Uh, you're trying to just knock it, like keep it in front of you, keep your momentum going forward as well. But also, I'd say. Fly balls are a little bit different in the outfield too. Is different hitters like left will kind of tail a little bit different. Like left-handed hitters, right-handed hitters, or due to the infield where they're just straight up and kind of there for you. Well, you coach mentioned you maybe hitting maybe in the middle of the lineup. Uh, uh, how have your responsibilities changed from last year to this year? Um, I would say pretty much just making sure that I can get my runners move anybody or kind of taking care of my prospect of the lineup. So if someone's on base, I want to either just get a bunt down and move them to, into the scoring position 
or just hitting opposite so that way we can move runners and just get everybody through. And what do you do in the on-deck circle to kind of get prepared on an at-bat by at-bat basis? What are you looking for? I just kind of clear my head, kind of put myself in my happy place, not really try to think very much, and kind of see where the least point of the pitcher is so I can pick everything up easier. You know, going into this senior year, you're the only senior. Yes, sir. Uh, what responsibilities come along with that? Um, there's a lot of leadership responsibilities, I'd say. Um, there's a lot of different aspects that that can go into, but we also got a strong junior class that can also help with a little bit more leadership as well. But just try to do everything I can. Um, leadership is just kind of understanding how other players need help or at, even outside of the baseball field, just kind of building a strong connection with everybody and just giving the best advice that I can, relying on everybody else as well. You have games you're looking forward to this year? Yeah, we got a good stretch about, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember when it is, but it's about, let me say about four weeks in. But the stretch, like there's a, what is it, like Mount Vernon? Uh, We've got Fort the Vernon. stretch of Joplin, Catholic, Stratford, Forsyth, Mount Vernon. Yeah, that's what it That is. will be tough. Yeah. I'm looking, ex I'm pretty excited for that, though. I think that will be a fun test to kind of see where we're at with everything. and. Just compete and have fun. A coach mentioned an opportunity maybe to get on the mound a little bit. Yeah. What uh, What are your thoughts about that? I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I've been I've thrown JV in the past, like after some varsity games, and then uh, last year I just started throwing some varsity games. And I mean the zone's a little bit different, but I'm pretty excited about it. And hopefully I can work my way to that three or four, like you said. So see where that goes. Also just keep my mind clear. I don't want to. Blaze is also signed to play at Evangel next year, so I want to throw that in there. Congratulations, and uh, thank you. What what led into that decision? Um, well, I've always wanted to just play college baseball, and whenever I went to Evangel, their coaching staff and everybody is just probably some of the nicest people I've ever met. And it's a good Christian-led school, which is what I was kind of looking into, and it's a lot closer to home. So I just like the program that they have and the coaches, and a lot of my family and friends and Coach Snyder has helped me with my decision to go there. So. Yeah. You got any buddies you're taking with you? Actually, yeah. Uh, Colby Johnson from uh, Mount Vernon. That's who I referred to. <laughs> I was going to say, I figured that his, would be. His dad was my best man at my wedding. Tracy, yeah. 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 He's, told, he's told me. You guys are pretty close. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, him and then, of course, Trey from Rogersville here, he's also going. I played summer ball with him for a little bit, too. So those two I kind of know going into, and that makes things a little bit more comfortable. Uh, all right. Well, hey, Blaze, thanks for coming down today. Thank you. You bet. And uh, visiting with Federal Baseball and uh, head coach Justin Snyder. This segment brought to you by Freedom Bank, Freedom Bank of Southern Missouri, locations in Willard and Cassville to better serve your banking needs. And who do we have next? We have Zach Garcia or Antonio Garcia, depending on the day, uh, whatever he wants to go by. And uh, Zach has been a pitcher for us since he was a freshman. And, uh, you know, we. When Zach was, he's a junior now, but when he was a freshman, I threw Zach in some pretty tough spots. And, uh, and Zach got hit a little bit and got hit kind of hard and realized very quickly that you have to pitch a little bit different than varsity level. But I told him, as a freshman on a mountain trip, I, don't, I think it was against Fairgrove, that I go, everything, every hurdle you're going through this year is going to help you next year. And, and I'd like to truly, you know, believe that, you know, between him and Jake last year, really buckling down in big games, um, those freshman trials helped him as a sophomore, and then he's one of those kids that's committed to the weight room and is throwing harder, and and, uh, and he's going to have to play, you know, 
third base and a little bit of second base for us too this year. Um, you know, as far as like hitting, I see him probably hitting in the five, six, seven spot. Um, but his role offensively and fielding wise is going to greatly increase this year. But on the mound, he's going to solidify himself. You know, he kind of solidified it as the number two last year and, and did really well and had some really big wins. He beat Hollister, beat um, Mount Vernon. Um, I can't think of – through a one hitter and got beat one to nothing at Stockton. Um, you know, but Zach does a really good job and, and uh, won us the district championship game as well. Zach, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Now, why don't you, from your standpoint, why don't you define what your role is going to be this year on the team? I think I'm going to have to step up in the big role from coming from a JV hitter into the Parsi spot. I'm going to have to learn how to adjust into the like higher velocities we're going to be seeing. And then on the mound, I'm just going to have to throw like I did last year and like make sure I buckle down even on all the games I put, uh, pitched to. Um, I need to throw like I did against Mount Vernon every game this year. And I kind of got a little sloppy with it last year. And I want to stay on the straight path of success. Coming from last year to this year, what do you think you've, you've improved on the most? And what do you feel like you still need to work on? Uh, I think uh, what I improved on the most is uh, probably like building muscle, throwing harder. And But I think some of the areas I could improve on is like – Definitely dominate, like getting my swing down, getting like mechanically and like swinging harder. The games look, that you're looking forward to coming up on your schedule? Uh, definitely the big ones like Stratford, Fairgrove, Mount Vernon. I love those type of games. I love being put in those situations. It's like a big adrenaline rush, and I feel like I can really show what I can be to those big Class Five schools. What is what is your Favorite part of practice? My favorite part of practice? Oh. Field work. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's probably, probably like ground balls or something. I like, I really got a favorite part of practice, but if I had to choose one, probably like ground balls, working on like fundamental footwork and stuff. You go to field work, what's your responsibility there? Uh, the mound. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, you're number two there. You got to make sure you get the mount tamped and yeah. everything's right where that landing spot is and everything. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. All right. Are you having a good time? I am having a good time. All right. All right, Zach. Well, hey, thanks for coming in. Thank you. You bet. Now we have our next contestant. Tanner Bradshaw is the next guy. He's another junior. Um, Tanner, if Logan was not our catcher, Tanner would be a four-year starter probably. He's a junior. But, um, you know, one coach in the conference last year after watching him play a JV game, we were doing all-conference voting, jokingly said, I'm going to give my vote to the JV catcher. Clever. <laughs> so, um, you know, we were in a great position to have two really good catchers. Um, you know, and Tanner DH'd for us as a freshman and DH'd for us last year um, while Logan caught. And, and this year's, you know, just a – really really smooth and easy transition we don't lose a lot you know behind the plate and uh um he's hitting the three hole for us or five hole for us almost his entire career while he's here he's another kid that has you know put on good muscle and and uh hit 400 as a freshman had a little bit of a dip average wise last year but power numbers were up hopefully we can balance those out a little bit this year and maintain the power numbers as well but uh tanner's just a really good quality player puts in a lot of good work and and 
look for him to hit in the middle of the order and lead the pitching staff this year behind the plate. Uh, Tanner, what uh, what are you looking forward to as you kind of take on a new role? Um, just uh, establishing the uh, pitching rotation and uh, building a relationship with the pitchers this year. How do, you, how do you go about doing that? Obviously, you got to spend a lot of time practice mm-hmm. with them, and you've got the bullpens and things like that that go on before games. But uh, how are you working on that? That relate those relationships. Well, we've known each other. All the guys have known each other since we were probably three or four. So we've all been, you know, on a team for a very long time. We've known each other for ten plus years, and uh, it just goes back to trusting one another and uh, keeping at the same pace the entire way. What uh, you're in the you know, in the on deck circle? What are some things you're trying to pay particular attention to as you prepare for your at bat? Uh, I'm just watching the guy's arm slot, uh, really, um, just see how fast he gets to the to the play. I really just watch the ball. Um, one of the biggest issues with hitting is you have to be able to see the ball to hit. So I really just focus on watching the ball, getting my timing down when I should, uh, you know, have my leg kick hitting the ground, all that type of stuff. What's your favorite part of game day? Uh, my favorite part of game day would probably be uh, my pregame stretching. So like uh, after we do all our team stuff, I do my own stuff for catching so I can get my legs loose, get ready to get behind the dish. What are some things that you're paying attention to from a pitcher? You know, as you're catching, what are some things that you're working on there and paying particular attention to You know, during a game? Um, just uh, their body composure, like, uh, you know, if they fall apart in an inning or something, uh, I really just try to focus on get them to be, stay calm. Uh, I tell them, you know, take a deep breath, you know, if they're, if I can see something's up. Um, one thing is I just, I just watch the release point on their arm. Um, that's really about it. What, uh... You know, as you look at this season coming up, do you have any like personal goals or team goals that maybe you'd set for yourself or your team? Um, we just, as a team, we really wanted to be, you know, more positive and establish more leaders and uh, hold each other accountable. Very good, Tanner. Hey, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Bet. Best of luck here. Missing with clever Blue Jays baseball team or post game pizza in Rogersville, and uh, who do we have next, Coach? Next, we have Quinn Gundelfinger. Um, he uh, is another kid that started. He's a junior and has started since he was a freshman. He's been our second baseman. He's going to transition over to shortstop this year. Um, you know, my first year at Clever, I felt like we had two guys up the middle that could both play shortstop, and Quinn and the next guy, Jake, both, um, you know, are probably naturally shortstops, but... Uh, Somebody's got to play second, and I feel like we might turn a lot of double plays this year with the two guys we've got up the middle. But Quinn has been a starter for us. He hit the nine holes as a freshman, and then last year transitioned to the leadoff spot, two hole, um, hitting the upper 300s and, and good on base. And a great, you know, trendsetter at the top of the order for us. And then he's got great hands and, and a really good arm uh, across the infield as well. Quinn, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, tell us uh, about the that challenge. What's the biggest challenge moving from one side of second base to the other side? Mm, probably just, you know, a lot of throws in the hole, get a backhand, and just, you know, had to get stronger over the offseason. 
just to make that throw. So I kind of being the quarterback of the infield. Tell us about the responsibilities that you have there at shortstop. I mean, you've got double plays, obviously. You've got loose covering bags, bunt coverage, things like that. you got to pay attention to a whole lot of things in the middle of the infield. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just kind of be the leader of the infield, know what you're doing, know what everybody's doing, and just lead the infield. So, yeah, it's a pretty big responsibility. What, uh, you know, as, as the pitcher comes set, you know, are you – are you looking in to see the signals? I mean, are you watching what's what's being called? Do you know the pitch that's being thrown? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just gets me ready to know. You know, like call off speed, you know, shade more towards the hole if it's a righty. Just know it's coming so you can kind of just predict where the ball's going to be hit. You know, just know your pitcher too. Knows velo, so where they're going to hit the ball. Like if they're going to be pull side heavy, so. Are there games coming up on your schedule that you're looking forward to? Game one. And that Timberland. It's my old school, so get to play against the guys I grew up with, so it should be pretty fun. Uh, well, I did not know that. I yeah. just happened to ask that. <laughs> so what, what brought you to Clever? Uh, just sort of a lifestyle change, just family move. Wanted to get out the big city and kind of simplify our life a little bit. So moved down here to Clever, Missouri. <laughs> St. Louis area, Timberland. Mm -hmm, yep. Is that in the Rockwood Summit? Uh, Rockwood District? Nope, it's uh, Winsville School District. Winsville? More towards the west side of St. Louis. So. How about Baldwin? A little bit, yeah. Pretty yeah. close. So I would have went to Lafayette. Mm -hmm. And we did the same thing. We moved from there to Mount Vernon. Yeah. Uh, but not for the same reason. I don't, know, I don't even remember why we moved. But uh, what, uh, what do you do to kind of get prepared on a, on a daily basis for a game? Uh, I think probably the most important thing for me is just mentally prepared, clear my head, and just, you know, go out there and just try to have fun and be loose and relaxed because that's really what the game's about, just having fun and, you know, playing hard and trying to win. So that's – and then just get warmed up and, yeah. What's your favorite part of the game? I like hitting. It's fun just being up there and – kind of competing with the pitcher, it's pretty fun, so. Yeah, you're on the on-deck circle, what are you thinking about? What are you looking at? Uh, I'm just getting an approach set in my head, you know. I'm thinking about what pitch I'm going to be sitting on, what spot, you know, in the zone, and until two strikes, I'm sitting on a certain pitch in a certain zone, in the strike zone, so. Uh, all right, well, hey, Quinn, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thank you. Bet. And our... Last victim here. Last one's Jake Twig. Uh, Jake was our number one – solidified himself as the year went on last year. He's our number one pitcher. Um, just a bulldog on the mound, not somebody who's going to overpower you with velocity, but hits locations, hits spots with three pitches, and, and just competes his tail off. Um, I guess the best example I can give you is he hurt his hip last year with about a month and a half left in the season. He was hitting 300 as a sophomore. And um, he, he pitched for us as a freshman and played some for us as a freshman. Um, and then I don't even remember what happened. He just came to me one day before we played Conway. I remember it was Conway. And he said, my hip hurts. I don't think I can go. And, you know, for the last month of the season, he pitched and, and only pitched and uh, got us into the sectional game, threw an amazing game in the sectional game, threw an awesome game against East Newton in the semifinals of districts. And then... We get done and got beat one nothing in sectional against Ava, and 
like a week later, he goes to the doctor, and they told him he was 85% healed from a fracture in the hip. So he had played the last month with, I guess, a fracture in his hip. And uh, honestly, nobody said anything except for a buddy of mine's wife, who's a physical therapist, that came to the Ava game. And that was the first thing she asked was, she goes, what's wrong with your pitcher? She's the only person that said anything in that month time period. She's like, he's not running right. What's wrong with him? And uh, so, I mean, he hit it pretty well. But I'm not sure we would be where we were last year if he wouldn't have done it. I would not advocate playing someone with a broken hip but, or a fractured hip. But, I mean, we just didn't know. So, Jake's, Jake's going to hit in the top of our order, play some sh shortstop when Quinn pitches. A lot of second base, and obviously he's our number one pitcher too. Jake, good morning. Good morning. Are you healed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no broken bones? No, not, not right now anyways. <laughs> uh, tell us what, you, what your responsibilities are to this team. Uh, I just try to do my job, get win games for him on the mound, and then just hit in the order, just get on base, run base, or get steals and stuff like that. How do you get prepared? Let's say you're going to throw tonight. What, excuse me, what was Let's that? say you're going to throw tonight. What do you do to kind of get prepared outside of obviously of knowing who you're pitching against? But what are you doing mentally and physically to get ready? I don't really think about it too much. I just go through the normal routine, cord, stretch, and just go out there and pitch. It's not really a, anything different than a normal day. Batting, what are you doing on a at-bat by at-bat basis to get ready to uh, reach your bat? Just kind of reflect every at-bat and look back on first at-bat and try to better myself on the next one. What's your favorite part of practice? Uh, probably defense. Fielding defense. double plays and stuff is fun. So we'll, we can play middle and field. Right. So you're second base when you're not pitching? Usually, yeah, this year, yeah. What are your responsibilities there? Uh, just kind of, I mean, Quinn and I both, I think, keep everyone in line and then just help everybody out. Yeah, that's what it is. Are you having a good time? Yeah, sure. What, what game are you looking forward to on Michigan? Uh, I think Timberland's a pretty big one for us. I, I'm possibly getting the start that game and just season opener, it's going to be a good game. What are some goals you had coming into this season? Uh, just kind of go as far as we can, I guess. Stay healthy? Yeah, healthy, yeah. Do you know how you did? How you got your, how you were injured? Yeah, I think it was uh, when I ran a 40 yard dash and for the football coach, I just, something halfway down the line, something just tweaked and never felt good until after the baseball season. So. Wow. So you play football as well? Yeah. Uh, are you guys varsity scheduled next year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that? Yeah, it should be pretty interesting, so we'll see how that goes. What position do you play there? Uh, running back. He's a human touchdown machine is what he is. <laughs> how many did you have this year? 24? I'm not really sure. <laughs> 23 or 24 touchdowns, I think, in like seven games. Wow. It was a good season. Very good. Very good. Well, hey, Jake, I appreciate you coming down today. Best of luck, and hopefully we'll get to miss with you again. Thank you. you got the Clever Blue Jays and head coach Justin Snyder. Coach Snyder got it. You see, you open up the Timberland. We do. Is that they're here? It, they're coming to us. Um, they're apparently going to Crane on Saturday to play Reed Spring and somebody else. Um, not Crane, but I don't remember who the third team is, and they wanted to come down and play somewhere on Friday, so, you know, why not? We're, we'll play anybody, so we don't, you know, we, we, the kids understand that our goal is to prepare for districts, and to do that, if a class five wants to come down and play us at our place, then 
by all means come down and play us and we'll, we'll go at it and see how it goes. Well, Coach Snyder, we certainly appreciate you being part of the show today. And, Thank you. Uh, and hopefully we get to visit uh, again. Absolutely. And, uh, we're at post-game pizza in Ozark Marshfield and uh, here at Rogersville. We're here every weekend, so there's an opportunity, and uh, we appreciate you coming in. Thank you for having us. Yeah. You've been listening to the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlight Show on Jock 98.7. As always, the Missouri State High Patrol reminds us to take that three seconds and buckle up. It's three seconds. That could save your life. Be safe, be smart, and be here tomorrow. Also brought to you by Freedom Bank of Southern Missouri with locations in Willard and Cassville. Play it again sports and Mare Bear Fitness. Doak Propane. Doak Propane for all your propane needs. See the folks at Doak. And we'll step away, take a timeout. Back after these messages from ESPN Radio.